the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is made possible through the sponsorship of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship and through the generous giving of faithful donors like you. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, you can visit us at awordforlife.com. Welcome to A Word for Life. A Word for Life is the radio ministry of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, located in Tacoma, Washington. And now, here's Pastor Michael Fields with A Word for Life. You say, you say, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, preacher. Wait a second now. now, now let you, you got me thinking now. Because if two came, and Matthew says that there were two, he was an eyewitness. He knows if there were two there. But Mark and Luke only say one got healed. What happened to the other guy? It's very possible that he left and did not receive his healing. He left still under the controlling influences of demons. Two men actually did come to Jesus, but one of them, rather than yielding to the Lord and allowing him to do the work in him that needed to be done, instead chose to listen to the deceiving lies and the alluring temptations that the devil was saying to him, and he made the decision to leave before receiving his deliverance from Jesus. Now, some of you might be thinking right now, okay, Pastor Fields, hold on now. See, I thought you was a little bit off, but now I got proof. I got proof you off now. Because why, why in the world would anybody do something like that? Why in the world would anybody leave before receiving their deliverance and their healing from that type of, of situation and that type of condition? But dear ones, I would, like to, I would like for all of us to take into consideration the people that we know that choose their addictive habit, because, be it crack or heroin or opioids or sex or gambling, whatever. They choose that addictive behavior. Here we go now. Knowing it's destroying their lives. Knowing it. You know. This thing is destroying your life, and you choose it anyway. I would like for us to take into consideration all the people that we know who choose to remain in abusive relationships, knowing that that relationship is getting progressively worse and could very well one day cost them their lives. 
I would like for us to take into consideration all the individuals that we know who remain faithful and loyal to their dysfunctional families, even though it is those same people who take advantage of them every chance that they get. I would like for you to take consideration how it is that that person can choose to do that. In each and every one of these situations, there is a decision that is being made by that person to stay and remain in a situation and in a condition that others may not seem to be able to understand. And in each of these situations, there was, there is a deception taking place and an altering of truth and reality that is happening with that person so that they begin to call evil good and good evil they begin to call darkness light and light darkness they begin to call bitter sweet and sweet bitter and they begin to call wrong right and right wrong and the devil is the one who is spearheading these efforts in each and every one of those situations and so, dear ones, there were, I would like to submit to you that there were two men there. But one made the decision to leave. He made the decision that he, he came to Jesus, but after coming, made the decision to go before he received his deliverance. And so the point that all of this helps us to see, dear ones, is that with the Lord, deliverance always begins with a decision. I want you to hear that. I need for you to hear that. With the Lord, deliverance always begins with a decision. With the Lord, deliverance begins with a person making the decision to stop their running, stop your resisting, accept the possibility that maybe you are wrong in this. To acknowledge the fact Concerning the possibility that maybe you're not seeing things clearly, as clearly as you should. To stop believing that you have all the answers and you know what's right. To yield your will to the Lord, to bow before the Lord in humble surrender to him, and to honestly and sincerely say to the Lord, Lord, have your way in my life. Begin Deliverance begins with a decision. And dear ones, after that decision is made, deliverance continues with you making the same decision. You can't stop making the decision. You have to continue on making the same decision. For some of you, dear ones, like myself, for some of you, dear ones, you've been walking with the Lord for some time. You've been walking with the Lord for some time, but, 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 but somewhere along the line, you have found yourself. Becoming besieged, becoming pushed up upon, becoming attacked by things that God brought you out a long time ago. God brought you out of those things. But now you're finding those things coming back. Now you're finding those things getting hold. Now you're finding those things beginning to pull at you. And, here, and, and, and here's the thing about it. They're pulling at you. But they're becoming more successful. 
Before they pull at you, but they didn't have any success. You just brush them off. No, 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 no. Now they pull at you and they're becoming more successful. Their pull, it's not that their pull has gotten stronger. It's not that their pull has gotten stronger. Their pull has always been the same. It's not gotten stronger. The thing, the thing is, you have gotten weaker. Their pull has not gotten stronger. You have gotten weaker in your commitment, in your decision to say yes to the Lord, in your decision to allow the Lord to have his way, in your decision to fully follow Jesus. Lord have mercy. And so, and so, and so the, there was two men, two men came, but one left before getting his deliverance. He, he, he came, but then departed still in that condition but there is a second issue that this text brings up that we have to begin to consider on today and that issue dear ones is this why did these men come down there to Jesus in the first place why did they come down there in the first place because the text tells us the text in each of the gospel accounts of this situation Matthew records it Mark records it Luke records it they all say that these men came down and met Jesus and the Greek word met that is used there the Greek word meet that is used there it literally means to come and meet somebody so as to see them face to face so it's not like these men are at a distance and they see Jesus and say, hey, Jesus, how you doing? I see you, Jesus. I see you, boy. I see you. No, they came down where he was to see him face to face. Why did these two demon-possessed men even come? If they're under the control of demonic spirits, why didn't they just run away? Why didn't they just stay where they were? Hide in the bushes. Jesus just walked right by him. They just hide in the bushes. Okay, he's gone. Let's go. <laughs> why, why did they even come to meet Jesus? What, why, what, what was it that moved them to come down in order to meet the one that had the power and the ability to cast them out? Lord have mercy. <laughs> Y'all look at me like, I'm still working on the whole thing about the two who came and only one got delivered. I, I, I'm... How is that possible? Is that possible? Yes, it is possible. It very well is possible. Uh, but but, 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 but let, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, so so, so how, why did they come? Where did they come? Why did they come? Now Luke helps us. Luke helps us in his description because Luke was a physician. And so Luke helps us in his description because Luke is he's pinpoint. He's exact in everything that he says. And in Luke 8.29, that first part, Luke says that Jesus had commanded the unclean spirits to come out of them. And the Amplified Bible reads that verse like this. For he, Jesus, was already commanding the unclean spirits to come out of them. In other words, dear ones, the Lord Jesus was already commanding those demons to let these men go and was speaking a word of deliverance and rescue for these men even before he got to the shore where they met him. Jesus is in the boat. The storm has happened. He's woke up. He's gotten up. Peace, peace. Spoke to the wind. Rebuked the wind. Spoke to the sea. Peace, be still. But after that, Jesus began to speak a quiet word of deliverance and healing for those men. 
He knew that there were two demon-possessed men there. He knew that there were men that needed to be delivered. He knew that there were people there under the cruel control of the devil. And he began to speak a word of deliverance for them. Let them go. Let them go. Loose them. Turn them loose. Stop it. Release them. Release them. Release them. He was speaking the word before he even got to shore. We will get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message in just a moment. But we wanted to take a moment to share with all of you that the aim of our radio ministry at the Word of Life Bible Fellowship is to share the good news of Jesus Christ with as many people as possible and to strengthen and edify the body of Christ through Bible teaching that is both clear and relevant. We would like to see this ministry go even farther in accomplishing this work, but in order for us to be able to do that, we need your help. If you are able, after you have given to the support of your own local home church, if you are able to help us with the cost of airing this program on this station, we would greatly appreciate it. All donations are tax deductible, and they can be sent to the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, P.O. Box 8903, Tacoma, Washington, 98418. And if you would like to learn more about our ministry and be able to listen to some of the archived messages from Pastor Fields, you can do so by visiting us at our website, which is awordforlife.com. And now, let's get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message. In other words, dear ones, the Lord Jesus was already commanding those demons to let these men go and was speaking a word of deliverance and rescue for these men even before he got to the shore where they met him. Jesus is in the boat. The storm has happened. He's woke up. He's gotten up. Peace, peace. Spoke to the wind. Rebuke the wind. Spoke to the sea. Peace, be still. But after that, Jesus began to speak a quiet word of deliverance and healing for those men. He knew that there were two demon-possessed men there. He knew that there were men that needed to be delivered. He knew that there were people there under the cruel control of the devil. And he began to speak a word of deliverance for them. Let them go. Let them go. Loose them. Turn them loose. Stop it. Release them. Release them. Release them. He was speaking the word before he even got to shore. So when the men come, when they come, when they come, the first thing they say to Jesus is, Jesus, what do we have to do with you? They already knew that the Lord was commanding them to come out. Lord, have mercy. And so there was, the Lord was speaking a word of deliverance. Before he even got there. Before they even knew what was happening. And you see dear ones. The storm that Jesus and his disciples experienced. Was not just an attempt by the devil. To destroy Jesus. It was also an attempt by the devil. To distract and deter Jesus. From coming to that place altogether. Because as a result of what Jesus does for this man, many more people eventually receive their healing and their deliverance as well. 
Because the scripture goes on to say to us, at this point in time, they're so amazed by what Jesus has done for this man that they ask him, Jesus, you got to go. We're scared. We're afraid of you. So you got to leave. But then after this man goes and begins to tell his testimony and share what the Lord has done for them, the scripture says when Jesus came back, all the whole city came out to meet him because they were waiting for him. And so this man became an evangelist and began to share. The Lord delivered me from the control of demons. I was under the cruel control of demonic spirits and the Lord was speaking a word before he even got to me of healing and deliverance. Now there are several things that this insight helps us to see, dear ones. One thing is that the devil cannot stop what the Lord has declared for your life. The devil cannot stop what the Lord has declared for your life. So what he instead tries to do is he either tries to discourage you from wanting it by bringing so many things against you that you begin to lose heart and do not want to continue on and persevere in order to get it. So he tries to discourage you or he tries to deter you. From receiving it by bringing things against you in an effort to get you to quit and cause you to give up before you receive it. Some have been on the verge of receiving your blessing and then you quit. You've been on the verge of receiving your breakthrough and then you threw in the towel. He tries to deter you or thirdly, he tries to distract you from focusing on it by bringing things into your life. That he knows have the ability to draw your attention away from the primary things that you need to be focusing on and get your focus onto other things. Now, some of those things that he will try to distract you with, some of those things are good things, things that you like, things that are pleasing to you. But sometimes, dear ones, the devil tries to distract you with things that he knows you don't like. He knows will stress you out. He knows will get under your skin. He knows will irritate you and irk you and get you so frustrated and so angry that you're focusing only on that and you are distracted from what it is that the Lord is trying to do for you. And so, and so that, that is, we got to look at that because the, 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 the thing that the devil brought against Jesus and the disciples wasn't just meant to destroy them, it was also meant to deter them and to distract them and to discourage them. But another thing that, is, that we want to take note of is that the Lord had already spoken a word of healing and deliverance over these men. And dear ones, in the same way, the Lord has already spoken a word of healing and deliverance over your life. The Lord has already spoken a word of healing for you, a word of deliverance for you. Just as it was with this man before he even came to Jesus and had a face-to-face -face encounter with the Lord, Jesus had already been speaking a word of healing, a word of deliverance, a word of rescue, and a word of freedom for this man. And many times we can find ourselves waiting on the Lord for him to do something for us, but in some instances, dear ones, the Lord is waiting on us to receive and accept what he has already declared. Amen. For your life. 
The Lord has already said, I've already spoken a word of healing for you. I've already spoken a word of deliverance for you. I've already spoken a word of rescue for you. All I'm waiting on is for you to accept it and to receive it. Still another thing, dear ones, is that in seeing this, it helps us to get a better glimpse into the internal struggle that this man, these men had going on in their lives. The internal struggle that they had going on. Now, because remember now, these two men came down to meet Jesus. And the first thing that they say to Jesus, the, the, the two men come down to meet Jesus. And the first thing that they say to Jesus when they get there is, what have we to do with you? In essence, they basically say, what are you doing here? What, what, they, they, first thing, out of their mouths. What are you doing here? What are you that, that, there was, that's, like, that's like reaching out to touch someone's hand and saying to them, don't touch me. Or that's like pulling out a chair for somebody to sit down and then before they just get, as they're getting ready to sit down, they say, don't sit here. Or handing something for them to eat. You hand them something to eat and as soon as they get ready to take a bite of it, you say, don't eat that. There is a contradiction. There is a, there is a discrepancy in what's going on. They're running to meet Jesus. And then they ask him, what are you doing here? There is a struggle. There is a battle. There is an internal conflict taking place within these men because internally they know that coming to Jesus is what they needed to do in order for them to experience freedom and deliverance. But there was something else on the inside of them that was pulling at them and tugging at them and, and screaming at them in an effort to get them to run away and not come to Jesus. There is a warfare going on. Anybody, anybody that you, that you see experience real deliverance, real rescue from the Lord. The Lord rescues them and delivers them. Anybody, if you listen to their testimony, they will tell you exactly what I'm saying to you right now. That before that deliverance happened, there was an internal civil war taking place. There was an internal civil war. Because part of them knew coming to Jesus is what I need to do to be delivered. But there was something else screaming at them. Something else pulling at them. Something else yelling at them. Don't come. Run. This is not it. Go away. Go away. Get, get, make him leave you alone. And there is this internal struggle taking place. Now the problem is, the problem is, the problem is, is that we... we the devil, what the Bible says, the devil lets us, the, the word of God lets us know that the devil, he is malevolent. He's, 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 he's fierce. He's, he's like a roaring lion. He seeks to devour people. He, 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 you know, his, his desire is to kill and destroy. All these things the Bible tells us about the devil. He's violent. He's evil. He, he's malevolent. The one thing that the Bible doesn't say about the devil, dear ones, is that he's stupid. I need you to hear what I'm about to say. The one thing that the Bible does not say about the devil is that he's stupid. And he knows, as a follower of Jesus Christ, getting you to change your decision, he can't come at you just screaming at you and yelling at you. 
He can't come like that. Because he knows as a follower of Jesus, that ain't going to work for you. That ain't, ain't going to work. That, that, that's the wrong approach for you. So now I've got to come. I've got to, the devil's got to change up his tactics. He's got to change up his devices. He's got to come. And now he comes letting you know, say things like this to you. You already know that scripture better than the pastor does. You already know these things. He's talking to somebody else. He's not talking to you. It doesn't apply to you. You're, no, 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 you're fine, you're fine. You're, 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 you're a righteous man, you're godly. Obviously, you know the scripture so well, you don't need to listen to anything he's saying. The decision that you made a long time ago, you don't have to keep making the decision. Your one decision you made before, it's, it's still lasting. You're okay, you're okay, you're all right. Just like you are. Devil, he, 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 he's, he's, he's cunning. He's not stupid. And there was in each and every one of us, you've got to search your heart. And you've got to ask yourself the question. The decision that I made when I first came to Jesus, am I still making that decision? Does it still stand for me? Hello, dear ones. This is Pastor Michael Fields. And here at the end of today's broadcast, I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you to all of you for taking the time out of your day to tune in and listen to our program. My hope is that today's broadcast has been a blessing to you in some way and has helped you in your walk and in your relationship with the Lord. And I want to encourage all of you to tell a friend about this program and join us here next time as we look into the riches of God's Word in order to find a word for life. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.